the Kovit Hanukkah will discuss some aspects by the Rebbe Benegea to Hanukkah. One is Benegea to Mifza Hanukkah. In Tafsim Memvav, late 1985, the Rebbe requested that on this Hanukkah, if possible also in the daytime, they should light the public menaras without a bracha, and they should um, take pictures in order to fulfill mitzvah lefarsim eisim mitzvah. That it's a mitzvah to publicize those that are doing mitzvahs. On another occasion, in Tavshin Nun Beis, Lechimechanech in the Talmateiro, in Oliteiro, in Kfar Chabad, in Etzisrol, Rapsol Yosef Hershkowitz made a project with his class, making good resolutions, Bekesher, relating to the Yemei Azgulach of Cheshvan, Rishchidesh Kislev, Yud Kislev, and Yudalot Kislev. And they reported these resolutions and this project to the Rebbe. The Rebbe responded two points. One, everyone who blesses someone else is blessed with the bracha of Hashem, that its addition is more than the original bracha. Two, to distribute to everyone of his class Hanukkah guilt, symbolic of one shekel. If it's possible, it should be from silver. This should be Hanukkah guilt for the students. And the Rebbe concludes, Asker Alatziyan. And now an interesting short story that took place, Kislev Tovshin Lamed Hay, late 1974. Rabshmul Betzalel Althaus came from Australia for a visit to 770. He visited the Rebetzin, who expressed herself that to the Rebbe there's no chsidim. My father, referring to the previous Rebbe, he had chsidim, but the Rebbe does not have any chsidim. Rabbi Shmuel Betzalel commented and very puzzled. He said, everywhere, in every place, there is a feeling of beetle from Chassidim to the Rebbe. He even pointed out at many institutions and different maizdas that were established all over the world with the Rebbe's spirit and in order to give the Rebbe Nachas Ruach. So the Rebbe said, if so, please give this over to the Rebbe. Rabbi Shul B'Tzalel responded that he prefers that the Rebbe should be the one to relay it to the Rebbe. And that's how the conversation ended. Shabbos Chaneke at the Fabrengen, the Rebbe, looking at Rab Shmuel Betzalel Altaus, said, "The Nikolayev erchazen zol The chazen of Nikolayev, this is where he comes from, should say a nign, should sing a nign. After Chaneke, when Rab Shmuel Betzalel went into Yechidus, the Rebbe told him, "Irat mamish mechayeg even the Rebbeitzin." You have given the Rebetzin a very good, positive feeling.
As we find ourselves in Yemei HaChanukah, we'll discuss this evening the Seder of the Fabrengens by the Rebbe during Hanukkah. In the first years, primarily up till Tov Shem Lamed 1970, the Rebbe, of course, Fabreng Shabbos Mevorchim Teves, which sometimes was in one of the Hanukkah days. In addition, if Rishchidesh Teves was Shabbos, the Rebbe Fabrengt occasionally, and if Zeis Hanukkah was Shabbos, we already find in the beginning years of the Nesios that the Rebbe Fabrengt for Zeis Hanukkah. From time to time, we see that occasionally the Rebbe would also Fabrengt on Shabbos Hanukkah, although it was not Shabbos Mavarchim. From Tov Shin Lamet, which is late 1969 and on, we find additional Fabrengans that took place occasionally. For example, in Tov Shin Lamet itself, there was a Fabrengan also in the middle of the week for the fifth Lichtl of Hanukkah, and the Rebbe also said a Maimer then. In Tavshin Lamed Dalet and Lamed Hay, late 1973 and 74, the Rebbe Fabrengt made soy the night after Zeishanikah, although it was the middle of the week. In Tavshin Lamed Vov, late 1975, the Rebbe Fabrengt between the fifth and sixth Lichl, in the middle of the week. In Tavshin Lamed Ches, Late 1977, the Rebbe Fabrengen Zeis which this was a special Fabrengen, as we mentioned it in an audio in the last year. And there was also a rally for boys and girls during one of the days of Hanukkah. In Tavshin Lametes, late 1978, the Rebbe Fabrengen Zeis as it was in Tavshin Lamed Ches, in a weekday, and there was also a rally. In Tavshin Mem, late 1979, the Rebbe Fabreng, the fifth Lichtl, middle of the week, and also Mitzoi Zeis Hanukkah, the night after Zeis Hanukkah. In Tavshin Mem Aleph, late 1980, the Rebbe Fabreng, the Mitzoi Zeis Hanukkah. In Tavshim Membeis, late 1981, the Rebbe Fabreng Shabbos Mekates, it was then the first day of Rishchidish Teves, and also Zeis Hanukkah, as it was in the middle of the week. In Tavshim Membov, the Rebbe Fabreng Mitzoi Shabbos, the night before Zeis Hanukkah and the night after Zeis Hanukkah. In Tavshim Memches, late 1987, the Rebbe spoke Sichas every day of Hanukkah. In Tavshin Memtes, late 1988, the Rebbe spoke on Shabbat Zeis Hanukkah, as he already fabrengt all the Shabbosim after the Shleishim of the Rebetzin until Vayakel Tavshin Nunbeis. The Rebbe also spoke Rishchidish Teves Esicha and Zeis Hanukkah. The Rebbe spoke twice. In Tavshin Nun, late 1989, 
the Rebbe verbringt Shabbos Eis Chanukah. As mentioned earlier, the Rebbe then verbringt every Shabbos. Tovshin Nun Beis, the Rebbe spoke Eis Chanukah in middle of the week. Behemshech to the early installment, Benegir to the Seder of Fabrengens by the Rebbe during Chanukah. Just for additional clarity, in Tovshin Lametes, which is late 1978, the Fabrengen was Zeis which was Mitzoy Shabbos, and not An Shabbos. In Tovshin Mem, late 1979, Zeis Chanukah was An Shabbos, and that's when the Fabrengen took place. In Tovshin Mem, late 1981, the Fabrengen was on the second Lichtel, and also Zeis Chanukah, there was a Sicha after the Eyal and Mincha. Chanukah days remind some of us, Benigir, to a Fabrengen that took place, Zeis Chanukah, Tov Shin Lametes, late 1978. Fabrengen took place on Zeis Chanukah. The Rebbe, as usual, spoke Sichas, and in one of the Sichas, the Rebbe asked a question. Just to make a short introduction, from time to time, we saw by the Rebbe that the Rebbe would ask a question and would hope that the audience, Chassidim, will think about the question and will try to figure out an answer for the question. This took place also in the beginning of the Mems, the beginning of the 80s, whereas the Rebbe would sometimes not answer the questions that he asked on the Peter Rashi. And asking Chassidim that Chassidim should study it and figure out what answer could be given. And in fact, the next week, whenever there was the new issue of the Awaris Hatmimim, so Yungalait or Bokharim would write in answers, and the Rebbe at the Fabrengen would mention some of the answers and would say what is appropriate and what is not appropriate, based on Pshuti Shomikra, the Shita policy of Russia. Alderach said there was a winter, remember that the Rebbe once asked questions like, questions that nobody ever thought about, and waited also that Chassidim should hand in an answer, and the next week the Rebbe would answer the question. Same sense, this was a question that the Rebbe asked Benegeta Maimer, based on a Maimer of the previous Rebbe from Tov Shin Aleph, late 1940. And the Rebbe said that this is already 38 years since this Maimer was said, and nobody asked any questions. In the Maimer, of the previous Rebbe and the Maimer of the Rebbe, it is discussed. The Alanisim, whereas all the details are mentioned, Masarta Gebeirim Biyat Chaloshim, Verabim Biyat Miyatim, Mutmeim Biyat Eherim, Rishoim Biyat Sadikim. Describing the victory of the Hashmanoim over their enemies. The previous Rebbe and also the Rebbe explain in their respective Maimarim all these different levels in 
Ruchnius in a spiritual sense, but the Rishoyim Biyat Tzadikim, wicked in the hands of Tzadikim, Arachias, is not explained. The previous Rebbe does not elaborate on that in the Maimer. So the Rebbe asked the question, how come the previous Rebbe does not explain this? And the Rebbe uh, said that he hopes that Chassidim will be able to figure it out and uh, to come up with something. I remember then some Chassidim were thinking about it and they came up with various ideas. I personally became very intrigued by this question and got very involved and also tried to figure something out and I handed in a note Friday through the Maskiros, through Rabbi Klein, Olavashole. One of the ideas that could be how to answer this, or at least to try to answer it, if we could say that there's two levels in the attribute of Yisod. Yisod is, uh, reflects the concepts that are in the Alanisim, so Tara purity, this shows on a higher level of the attribute of Yesod, the inner um, uh, level of Yesod. Tzadikim is compared to the external level of Yisod. So therefore, Tzadikim is not mentioned separately because he is only stressing the Pnimius of Yisod and B'derach ultimately also the external level is included. This was Friday, Friday evening. Rabbi Klein calls me in. It was, uh, I think, before Mairiv or after Kabbalah Shabbos. It says, usually I do not show anyone any answers, any responses on Shabbos. He says, I just wanted to show you. You should see what the Rebbe wrote. And you should start thinking further to try to find a more direct answer. The answer that the Rebbe wrote, I'll first say it in Hebrew and then translate it. Kol hanal yeshleimar ulaik tzas shinui avalim bazatirutz sharei bevaal anisim niskar lomalei mefarshei ba'maimer. The Rebbe says as follows: All the above could be said and used, maybe with a slight adjustment, but it doesn't answer the question because since. Rishoyim Biyatzadikim is mentioned as a separate entity in Alanisim. Why does the Friedrich Rebbe not elaborate and explain it? This was Friday. Sunday, the Rebbe sent out a message that he already answered my note. Finding ourselves in the fifth Lichtel of Hanukkah, this brings back Zechreinus from Hanukkah Gelt by the Rebbe, that the Rebbe had a custom in Hoge Bakedesh from Tovshin Yud Beis, late 1951, that on the 5th Lichtel, the Bacharim of 770 and also the younger Bacharim who were over Bar Mitzvah would have the schus schi- 
would have the schus to enter the Rebbe's room for Yechidas, the Rebbe would speak a sicha for the Bacharim and then the Rebbe would distribute to each one a silver dollar Hanukkah gelt. This minik kept on through Tavshin late 1959, after which the Rebbe, after that, discontinued this inyan. It actually was already hinted to in the Fabrengen of Yutas Kislev ten days earlier. In this Fabrengen of Yutas Kislev Tavshin Yudbeis, as mentioned, the Rebbe mentioned that a few weeks earlier he has requested from the Mashpiyam that he should be given a list of the Talmidim that are punctual in fulfilling the Seder Achsides and coming on time. And the Rebbe said that in 10 days from now he will again request a list and he hopes that he will receive better news. And surely they will not satisfy themselves only with a resolution and a promise without fulfillment, but it will be a true resolution and promise. And not fooling anybody, because it will be obvious if they do come on time or not. Alderach, like the Pisgum of the Rebbe Marash, given over through the previous Rebbe, that the Ebishter you cannot fool. The world, you're also not fooling. The only one that you're fooling is yourself. So what's the kunz, what's the trick that a fool should fool himself? And the Rebbe added that the Rishima that he will ask in 10 days from now will be pertaining to a specific Indian then. And Mamela the Tmimim, the Bacharim, should not come later arguing that if they would have known, they would have fulfilled the Seder in on time. Therefore, the Rebbe said, I am now giving advance notice. On the fifth Lichtel of Hanukkah, Tafshin Yud Beis, it was Thursday night, the Rebbe called in the Bacharim to his room and the Rebbe spoke for them a Sicha. An overview of the Sicha the Rebbe began that the Rabbeim and the Menalim of the Yeshivatim Chitmimim had a very great desire and a will that the Talmidim of the Yeshiva should be Neres Lahoyer, which means that the Talmidim shouldn't just be students and not just students learning Lomdim and Nigla and not just Talmidim Chsidim Greider, but Neres Lahoyer, lamplighters. And that is the purpose of a candle, not that it should just remain unlit and exist there, but the purpose of a candle is that it should illuminate the environment around it. And since this was the intention of the meyazdim, of the yeshiva, the menalim of the yeshiva, so the Rebbe says, from this we understand two points. One, that they have invested their energy into it. And two, that this will also accomplish that by you, by the students, there will be the potential and the keiches to implement it in a practical sense. The Ebishter does not want unearned bread. That's an expression in the Jerusalem Talmud. Something that's unearned, the Rabbeim did not go for that. The Rabbeim wanted there should be initiative 
on the part of the person, there should be exertion. And since the Rabbeim wanted that the Talmidim should be Neiris Lahoyer lamplighters, so it's a definite fact that it will be fulfilled. And the Rabbi concludes with a bracha that they should be Matzliach. And at the conclusion, the Rebbe says that he will give Hanukkah guilt from the Kupa, from the fund of the previous Rebbe. And the Rebbe gave each one a silver dollar. And the Rebbe concluded with the words, Agut Hanukkah. Keshet to the fifth lichtel of Hanukkah, we find from the Rebbe already a telegram that the Rebbe sent before Yutas Kislev Tovshin Yud Aleph, which is late 1950. It was before the formal acceptance of the Nisios on Yutzvat, that there should be a Fabrengen taking place on Yutas Kislev and also on the fifth lichtel of Hanukkah. In Tovshin Yud Beis, late 1951, the Rebbe began giving siches annually on the fifth lichtel for the bacharim, for the tmimim, followed by distributing, giving each one a silver dollar as Hanukkah gelt. We also find fabrengens of the Rebbe that took place on the fifth lichtel of Hanukkah. What is the significance of the fifth lichtel of Hanukkah? The Rebbe in Eisicha in Tovshin Lamedalad, late 1973, says as follows. In Beis Rebbe, which is a compilation of Sipurim, Binigir to the Alter Rebbe, Mittel Rebbe, and Semach Tzedek, it mentions that this was the Yem Ashichro, the release day, the day that the Alter Rebbe was liberated from prison after his second arrest. First one was two years earlier, and the redemption then took place on Yutas Kislev, and then the Altarebbe was arrested again, and he was released, according to some opinions, on the fifth lichtel. So the Rebbe continues, this needs an additional explanation. If all the Inyanim in world are by divine providence, Ashkocha Pratis, surely the Gula of the Alter Rebbe that took place in a designated day, and especially that after that, as is the custom by Yidin and many Yidin, the Meshach of the generations, it was designated as a unique day, so it's surely not a coincidence. And not only Chsidis teaches us this, but also the Gemara says, Megalgalun Schus. The Yem Zakai, that a schus, a merit, is connected and is designated in a meritful day. So the question is, what is this schus, the merit of the fifth lichtel, which therefore the liberation of the Alter Rebbe from the second imprisonment took place on this day? Luchaira, all the days of Hanukkah are equal. And the Rebbe continues, there is something that can be said on this matter of Kabbalah, based on Kabbalah. But the Rebbe continues, I didn't see it anywhere, therefore I am afraid to chapezach darten, to base it and stale it. But something which is explained 
in a simple way, Alpipshat, this is where we can actually elaborate on it more. Based on what's mentioned earlier, that the union of Hanukkah is lighting up the darkness, Bemela, to take something that doesn't have such a close relationship to light, and even more yet, it's an, it opposes light, light and illumination. And in this Choshkin, this darkness, there should be an additional candle to the extent that these candles are eternal. As it says, to the latest Hanukkah, that they never are nullified. From this we understand that the Nikud of Hanukkah is to accomplish in darkness a light which illuminates the whole environment. And in Hanukkah itself, there is a day which is more unique than other days. And the Rebbe makes an introduction that the difference between Shabbos and a weekday is that by Shabbos it doesn't say Vahi Erev, which means that the 36 hours of the first Shabbos of the creation, there was no darkness. So this already signifies that the union of Shabbos is light in comparison to the days of the week. From this we understand that the main accomplishment of Hanukkah is not in the Shabbos of the Hanukkah days, but after in the weekdays of Hanukkah. And it is a accomplishment in a day of Hanukkah that can never fall out on Shabbos. By divine providence. The Mele the Rebbe continues. From this we understand that the day that is the farthest from Shabbos, because Shabbos is light, and this is a day that can never fall out on Shabbos. This is the unique day of Hanukkah. What day of Hanukkah can never fall out on Shabbos? The fifth Lichtl. The fifth Lichtl of Hanukkah can never fall out on Shabbos. Therefore, when we light the candles of Hanukkah on that day, it is a greater accomplishment than the other days of Hanukkah. Because the other days of Hanukkah potentially have a connection with Shabbos. Because at times they can fall out on Shabbos. But the fifth Lichtel can never fall out on Shabbos. And the Rebbe connects it in a very interesting way with like Beimer. That this is also Behemshech, what it says in Kabbalah and Chesidus, brought from Kutetera that the three Yomim Tevim, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, correspond to the attributes of Chesed, Gvurah, Tiferes. Chanek and Purim reflect the attributes of Netzach and Heid. And Chanek is the union of Heid. From this we understand that the fifth day of Chanukah, which is Heid, is Heid Shabahoid, which this is exactly the unique Expression of like Beimer, which is also in the sphere of Heit Shabahoit. Like Beimer is the union of Pnimius Atera. Nyanim of Chsidas, and higher yet, and, and the Nyanim of Chsidas, compared to oil, in the same sense when it comes to Hanukkah, it expresses in the fifth Lichtel the. 
And the Rebbe says, therefore, we see also Advar Pela. Uh, there are Maimorim of Chassidus that on the top, the date that it was said is noted that it was the fifth Lichtel, although it was in the weekdays. Generally, a Maimach Siddis would be delivered either on Shabbos or Yom Tif or a special event. Yet, we find that there were Maimorim noted with the date, the fifth Lichtel of Hanukkah, and that is when they were said. As we find ourselves in the Yemei Hanukkah, we'll discuss the Minag Yisrael of Dmei Hanukkah, giving Hanukkah geld to children, to Talmidim, students, etc. Over the years, the Rebbe, what from time to time, would occasionally discuss the union of Hanukkah geld, its meaning, and also instruct Mechanchim and parents to give Hanukkah geld to their children. We'll discuss a letter of the Rebbe from Tovshin Lamed Gimel, Hanukkah, late 1972. The letter was written in English and was then translated in Hebrew. The Rebbe discusses the union of Hanukkah geld. And the Rebbe says, one of the basic directives and lessons from Hanukkah is to purify and to rededicate one's own Beis Amigdash Aprati, the personal Beis Amigdash that is found in each person. Since every Yid is a Mishkan, a sanctuary for the Shechina, and to bring about that the light of Tehidu Mitzvah should continue to remain lit and illuminate the person's life. So the Rebbe continues, how is all this related to money and Hanukkah guilt? So the Rebbe begins explaining. Money is something which in a general format is considered a very important and demanding item. In Hebrew, the word kasef means desire. It is something that everyone has a desire for, for it. Money makes a person rich, and without it, he's poor. But what is the reason that money is so important and in demand? The money on its own is not something that a person can benefit from it as a food, or to make clothing from it, or to use it for construction for the house. What we do with the money, this is what makes it important. Because eventually, with money, we can buy and satisfy all our needs. And even more yet, with money, we can fulfill many mitzvahs like stocker, helping needy people, helping children receive a tailor education. On the other hand, when the money is kept in a box, it is of no benefit. The Rebbe continues and introduces another concept. There is a sug, there is a category of richness. This refers to the big treasure of keiches, characteristics, talents, 
which the Eibishter gives every child. Intellect, emotions, and the potential of solidifying things. The Eibishter wants to see how we fulfill our keiches, our potential, in a positive way. And fulfilling it completely. A Jewish child should utilize his mind in order to learn and understand the godly Torah with all his might. He needs to express his feelings with a love to Hashem, to Torah, and to the Jewish nation. And with a love to everything that needs to be loved. And this is where we see the great importance of a Torah education. It gives the child the knowledge to know what is good, and it encourages the child to always do good things. And when a child uses all these gifts that were given to him from Hashem, he is then a true rich person. And every child has the potential for that. And that is the difference between a spiritual richness and a physical richness. When we're speaking about regular money, a person doesn't have the choice in that. By wanting to become rich, it is not in his hands. But when it comes to spiritual matters and to good deeds, every Jewish child without exception could be rich and very rich. This is given in his hands. If he fulfills the keiches that were given to him from Hashem, and Memele, then he will be rich. This is also the lesson when a boy or a girl receive Hanukkah guilt, there is a message that goes with it. That in the same sense that you will not keep the money in a locked place, but you will use it fully in order to be able to buy something good and beneficial. In the same sense, you should utilize and fulfill in a great measure the Dmei Hanukkah, the Keiches, and gift that Hashem has given to you. And use it with the spirit of Hanukkah. To make sure and bring about that your Beis Hamikdash should remain pure and sacred. And that the light of Torah Mitzvah should be illuminated in it. And that you should illuminate more and more light. That will become greater from day to day. And circulate this light in your entire environment. And not to give up because of the darkness outside. Because the Ebeshter has given you the care to overcome all the difficulty. The Rebbe continues and begins concluding the letter. That it's not necessary even to mention that this message is not only for the child, but also for the one that gives the Hanukkah guilt. The parents, they have a personal responsibility in regards to a tailored education of their children. And therefore, they need to be a role model. Dugma Chaya Umeira, illuminating 
around them, that the children should be able to model after them with pride. And then the parents and the children can be assured that Meir Avaya, that Ebishter will illuminate the eyes of both of them, and every one of them will be a Mephes Lorabim. An example to the masses. The Hemshech to the earlier installment, Benegir to Hanukkah Gelt, the Rebbe explains the union of Hanukkah Gelt, Alpichsidis, in the Fabrengen of Shabbos Mikhech, Tavshin Tezayin, late 1955. That Shabbos was Eish Hanukkah, and the Rebbe explains it with a Medrash. The Medrash says that the world was not worthy to use gold. What was the reason that gold was created was for the sake of the Mishkan and the Beis Hamikdash. And the Rebbe explains the reason that the Medrash specifies in regards to gold is because silver and copper, the world could use it for a purpose. But gold, there is no necessity that the world needs it to, for any use, since they can use also copper vessels and even silver vessels. The Mela de Zov was created for the purpose of the Beis Hamikdash, which in a spiritual sense is higher than world. So the Rebbe continues, since gold is a level which reflects higher than world, so therefore, even after it descended in world and it was created in world, it is on a level which is always beyond world, which expresses the idea of richness, which is higher than the average. In the same sense that richness is more than the necessities, in the same sense, gold signifies this level which is higher than world. And the Rebbe says, with this we can explain the concept of Hanukkah guilt, that although it's physical, it has a shaykhaz to Hanukkah. It's because the Gashmias, its physical part, is not an union of world. It is an union of Ashiros, richness, which is from a higher level, a higher standard than the structure of world in a spiritual sense. And therefore, it has a connection to Hanukkah, because also Hanukkah, we draw down a revelation that's higher than world, than the worlds in general, and this is drawn down in this physical world, in a physical state. And in money, it is symbolizing the union of Ashirus, Poshet Rich Pigashmis. And the Rebbe says in Aveda, the union of Hanukkah symbolizes the union of light, which is the union of Teda. And Teda is also on a level which is higher than the standard of worlds. So it's similar to the union of gold, Ashirus, that's higher than the regular standard. Therefore, Dafka through Limadatera comes also the richness in a physical manner that we have not only fulfilling our necessities, but we have also beyond that and much more than that. In conclusion, we'll mention the heroes, the directives of the Rebbe, Benegea, to the Minig of giving Hanukkah guilt, and when it is given in a greater measure.
The Rebbe Nesicha Vayeshev Tov Shinun, that's late 1989, says, There is need to be me'erer, b'negir the minig of giving Hanukkah gelt, to fulfill the minig at least twice during the days of Hanukkah, and better yet, every day of Yemei Hanukkah, with an increase on the fifth lichel, as we see that it's stressed exclusively based on the Minag Yisrael, that the fifth lichel, there's an increase in giving Hanukkah gelt to sons and daughters, children and adults, and Alderachzeh b'negir, the first lichel and the eighth lichel. And the Rebbe adds, that it's also noteworthy that in the Meistis Chinuch, in the institutions, schools, children should be gathered at least once over the days of Hanukkah and to give each child Hanukkah guilt and to explain to them that that is their personal allowance. As we find ourselves in the last day of Yemei Hanukkah, Zeis Hanukkah, we'll discuss events that took place by the Rebbe Hanukkah Tov Shemem, late 1979, 40 years ago, as they were noted in my Yuman of those days. Meitzoi Shabbos Kedesh, Mevorchem HaChedesh Teves, the Fabrengen was Meitzoi Shabbos, Shabbos Mevorchem of Teves, it was the first day of Hanukkah, when the Rebbe walked in, the Rebbe checked if the Meneira, the Hanukkah Meneira, is standing and is lit. In the first Sicha, the Rebbe spoke that there are many in Yonim in this day, but he will speak, that breaks through all the limitations. And after the Rebbe explained the, what it says in the Maimer, in the discourse of the Maimonim of the Alter Rebbe in Tere Eir, which begins with the Pasek Roni Vesimchi. The Rebbe said that now, after reviewing in Yonim of Tere from the Alter Rebbe, from the Friedrich Rebbe, then it becomes a Simcha Shal Mitzvah, a joy from a Mitzvah. When they began singing Hanirus Alolu, the Rebbe checked if the licht are lit. When they get to the Matzev in Yisrael, and there was also someone that wrote against the union of instituting a fast, and also the Kapitlachtilim that the Rebbe instituted. So the Rebbe elaborated and said that Be'emes there should have been the saying of Tilim every day because of the sharpness of the situation in Echisrol. At the conclusion of the Fabrengen, the Rebbe asked to sing the Nigma of the Rebbe Malash Melchatkhila Riber and the Rebbe waited till a Chosen and his uh, Minyan made Sheva Brachas. On the second day Hanukkah, the Rebbe davened in shul together with the children and at the rally, after six children announced each one a pasik from the psukim and my mother Chazal of the Yudbeis psukim, the Rebbe then said that now the girls 
should announce. And uh, at the conclusion, the child announced, as usual, the Yechiyad Ineinu Mereinu Verabeinu, and also we want Mashiach now. The Rebbe smiled. Rabbi Yankel Hecht announced that everybody should sit in order not to block uh, anybody behind them. And Mitzad Avas Yisrael, as a courtesy, that everybody should be able to see the Rebbe. The Rebbe motioned with his hand, even of Bikul, and with a smile, and then the Rebbe motioned to him, to Rabbi Yankel Hecht. Rabbi Yankel Hecht says, is the Rebbe motioning to me? The Rebbe said, yeah, you should also sit. The Sicha was benigir to the mile of Hanukkah, that also now, in our time, and in the time of exile, it is still an extension of the kindling of the Meneir as it was in the Beis HaMikdash. Before the Rebbe walked out, the Rebbe went over to the microphone and he began singing the last verse of the Anirus Halolo Al Nisecha. The Rebbe then down Mairev and went home. On the third day of Hanukkah, the Rebbe went to the Eil. On the fourth day of Hanukkah, the Rebbe told Rabbi Chodikov to relate to Rabbi David Raskin, the Mashbia in 770 for that they should make fabrengens of Simcha everywhere, and especially with Talmidi Hayeshiva and also Talmides, and they should not wait till Friday or Shabbos. When the Rebbe came into Mincha, the Elam was singing a nigun. The Rebbe reached his uh, place, the shtender, he turned around to the Elam and he motioned with his hands, encouraging the singing. After the lighting of the fifth candle, the Rebbe began singing Al Nisecha, as mentioned in an earlier day. And while walking out, the Rebbe saw Rabzalm Gerari clapping with his hands. The Rebbe passed him, and then the Rebbe turned back, and the Rebbe said they should call him. And the Rebbe said to him, You should clap your hands, not because of me, but because of Hanukkah. And you should continue clapping. And the Rebbe's face had a broad smile. On the fifth Lichtl of Hanukkah, the Rebbe fabrengt, and the Rebbe spoke about the uniqueness of the fifth Lichtl, that it's Erev Rishchidosh, it's Yem Kippur Cotton, and this is when we see that most of the Meneira is lit, five out of eight candles. And also resolutions, Benegir, studying Teira has to be to the extent that a person cannot wait till the end of the Fabrengen in an anxiety, when will he be able to sit down and learn? The Rebbe also instructed there should be joyous fabrengas everywhere with Talmidim and Talmidis and to tell them about the miracle of Hanukkah. And after all the above, the Rebbe said that since we demand in Yonim that seem to be wild, so we also need to do something that looks wild. Therefore, the Rebbe continues, I decided that in order to add contribute and encouragement in Eretz role. Therefore, the Rebbe instructed they should build a new shichon, a new neighborhood in Yerushalayim, and also another city. And they should think already about those that are coming out from Russia. Elim Chadoshim, or coming from 
<coughs> other countries. And then the Rebbe continues, oh, but my mazel not up ye gold. My mazel, my luck, did not really work out so successfully because from there I have already been given a message that what I will ask from them I will not receive because I am commotioning against different policies of the government. So therefore the Rebbe continues that my hope is strong that in the same way that now are the days of Hanukkah because of the miracle that took place then there should be also an additional miracle that my word should be accepted and they should build a shikhon, a neighborhood which will have a shul and a study hall and a mikveh and that they will, they will give money for all this after the sikha the rabbi asked to sing the nigun kelekim yishiyatsiyin v'yiroshua v'yinchaluha and also the nigun v'ato marto and v'chobotchu and melchatchila riber and ufaratzta Fabrengen concluded at 12.30 a.m. Erev Shabbos Mekates, Zeis Hanukkah, there was a Pgisha, an encounter with Chabad, college students that usually came to the Rebbe at the end of December, and they wrote on the program, in the year they say that I aim the schedule of the day, that 2.30 in the afternoon there will be a program for them, Shabbos afternoon. So the Rebbe wrote by these lines, Zeis Hanukkah, which was understood that the Rebbe is planning to Fabreng on this Shabbos. After Shabbos, the Rebbe edited the first two sikhs of the Fabrengen of the fifth candle of Hanukkah and instructed it should be ready for Shabbos. In the Fabrengen of Zeis Hanukkah, in the beginning of the Rasha sikha, the Rebbe said that Lokovit Zeis Hanukkah is going to explain two Rashas. Usually it was one Rasha every Shabbos Fabringen. The Rebbe did not say a Maimer. And after that, a Chassid went over and spoke to the Rebbe. Towards the end of the Fabringen, the Rebbe asked they should fill his Kos again, his own Kos, and the Rebbe drank the whole Kos. And then the Rebbe turned to a... Um, certain person, he told him to say L'chaim. The person said L'chaim on most of the costs. The Rebbe said, if I halbim L'chaim, say L'chaim on a half a cost. And the Rebbe motioned with his hand, and the Tnuah Shalbitl put his hand down. They poured this person a full cost, and he said L'chaim. And the Rebbe says, L'chaim as Ozein Tzigizunt, it should be in a healthy way. And to another person the Rebbe said he should say L'chaim and not in a dream.